Welcome to episode 11 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know, that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, lick a bulldog's asshole. Please welcome your host Sir Dennis McMahon, and Miss Lindsay Hobbs. Hello, everybody. Sir. <laughs> Sir Dennis McMahon. I've been knighted. You have been I think knighted. After our la- I think after our last podcast, well, I deserve it. So I'll take that that title and uh, add it to my checks when I'm signing my name now and see if anybody calls me out on it. You should. I, I don't know that anybody – does anybody even accept checks anymore? <laughs> now – they won't accept cash. So who knows what's an, an acceptable form of payment these days. It uh, seems like an odd dystopian nightmare uh, that they used to talk about in the 90s, that there'll be this cashless society and they'll put the uh, microchips in your hands so that you won't, uh, you know, they could control everything about you. And now I'm like, yeah, I, I don't use cash. Like, it's fine. Like, it's actually more convenient, especially when you have like Venmo and you can just like scan the little uh, you know, barcode on somebody else and send them money. And you're like, Hey, that was fine. I'm great. It's great. I told you what I bought with an emoji. Seems very apropos of our new, uh, uh, the new normal as everybody keeps saying. Right. So I don't know that I'll miss cash. I do like the idea of, uh, when you get change back and then you just empty your pockets out at the end of the day. And then like, 10 years down the road, you have the bucket full of quarters and you're like, God damn, there's like $700 in here just from like every day of dumping change. You know, that seems so meaningless, you know, I used to do that more, but really I, I don't, even before COVID, I, I stopped using cash a really long time ago. Yeah. I mean, how when I, I was like, you know, dollar, when I have to like watch my budget, it sure helps to have like hard schmeckles in my hand That's instead true. of like, like just digital currency leaving my bank account and not paying attention. Right. That gets very dangerous, especially when like Amazon is one click and it's just tied to my credit card. And you then can I'm just like, like swipe damn, and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I need this right now. <laughs> yeah. Every time and then it comes in the mail, I'm like, why did I? And it's really bad because I subscribe to like deal, you know, pages. So they're like, dude, Amazon's got this on sale right now. And I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, this is the lowest it's ever been. And you're like, all right, I'll buy it. And then it comes in the mail and you're like, why did I need like a pot organizer, you know, for my dishes? You know, like I think they were just fine the way they were. But it seemed at the time that like, how could I not buy it for $11? And, and you know, and then it just shows up like, oh, all right, I guess that wasn't too bad. Luckily, I'm not making, you know, giant purchases that I can't, that I have to regret. It's mostly like $10 here, $10 there. You know, all these little doohickeys and and gadgets. I'm really adopting a more dad mentality. So I like doohickeys. I like gadgets. I like, you know, things that are like in theory make your life easier, but they kind of don't because for you to make it easier, you have to go and find the little doohickey and then you remember to use it. So it just becomes a a whole nother process that you have to be like, oh, yeah, don't I have like. Yeah, they're, they're, the new thing is they're preying on everyone's COVID brain. So now they're selling this little plastic sta- or stainless steel ring thing. And you can push elevator buttons or open doors. 
and it's like every advertisement now it's like ooh this new like disinfectant like toucher and i go maybe i do need one of those that looks pretty interesting but i'm glad i haven't quite pulled the trigger on that yet <laughs> after my bell and howl hd visor purchase that i made i saw an infomercial and it was like have you been like looking through your regular eyes this whole time and i'm like yep and my eyes are bad so it's even worse they're like we hear you we hear you but now bell and howl which is a helicopter company we've invented the hd visor that you put in your your car like so when you're driving and you're like oh it's it's like too blurry the road and the glare it's always the glare that's like burning my eyeballs out you pull down this little visor you now have helicopter pilot technology protecting you from glare <laughs> and like it's been a life changer but just like i was saying i always forget when i get in the car to pull it down so i'm just driving around like oh life is too bright you know everything's too glary and i and then i always forget oh my god I have helicopter technology in my SUV. All I've got to do is pull it down and I have HD vision. HD stands for high definition. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. But that means that I can see at a higher definition than regular life when I have my Bell and Howell tactical visor down. When you remember to put it down. When I remember to put it down. <laughs> this episode's brought to you by Bell and Howell yeah, tactical yeah, no visors. <laughs> Paid sponsorship. <laughs> Like, uh, it's, uh, another week in the bunker. We are getting one week closer to the fall. And how are you feeling this week? It's fucking hot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit that went down this week. Stories of kids getting shot in the head and all this other shit. Uh, and I, uh, I, I think we have reached the like crazy freak out death rattle of this lockdown. Right. Right. So there was, there was a story this week of a guy in Liberty park in Salt Lake city, Utah. He got into an argument with a 77 year old man by the duck pond. I don't know how you can argue next to a duck pond, but this guy was, he got mad. He, he was 50. He's 50 years old. He got mad. And he punched the 70 year old man in the face then took his like seven-year-old grandson and threw him into the pond. Mm. And you're like, okay. And then down in Payson, Utah, a person was running around just on the street with a sledgehammer. And he beat this dude with a sledgehammer, ran into a preschool and started fist fighting toddlers. And he what knocked out hell? eight toddlers. Like, yeah, I you're just... I was it's telling, not normal stuff. No, I was telling Brandon about this. I'm like, I, I think people have like officially lost their minds. Like it really does feel like people are just going bat shit crazy. Yeah, this is that Agatha Christie death rattle, last ditch, like like losing the vibrational well, mind. It also shows you that people do not have much of a tolerance for like for like anything, you know, like any kind of discomfort, any kind of out right. of the norm of your normal, like day-to-day -day routine. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like you can't handle anything. Like I've learned, I've learned not to fight it, you know, like for the first little while they're going in the grocery stores, you just like, you feel yourself fighting the change, right? Like, I don't like this. I don't like yeah. this. 
And I've learned just like not to fight it and just say, this is it. Like, stop, stop thinking go. about where it was. Just this go is how it is. Flow. Go yeah, with the flow. The new normal. Like, it right. doesn't matter what it used to be like. No, nope, nope. might as well not romanticize that because it's not going to come back for a pretty long time. <laughs> for a long time. So why like agonize and, and like throwing toddlers in your own head, like constantly like, oh, my God, I used to be able to go to this or that without wearing a mask. Who what, cares? What could get you so mad? That you threw a toddler or a seven-year-old kid uh, into a in a pond, a duck pond, like with like like grossness, like nasty as yeah. shit. Like, like it ever. could probably a kid could like die from ingesting the water. Yeah, what could make you that like, mad? Like I can't think of anything unless like that kid threw my kid into the pond. That's about as that's about the level that it would need to take, right? Like a real, it'd be more of a retaliatory action, right? right. And I don't think I, I don't know if I would throw him. I might just like push him, and hopefully he rolls on, on his own. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that throwing pond. would be like picking him up and being like, "Hey, y'all." Yeah, well, then you know, jokes on you. You got a bad back, so then you throw your back out, throwing the toddler in the pond. You know, right? Like just a nice, good, like hefty, you know, shoulder. Because then if it ever gets caught on camera. I could always be like, no, no, I didn't like throw him into the pond. It was an incidental shoulder, you know, like you got to remember we're on camera all the time now. Blatant acts are just like, like your worst enemy. You have to be more subtle with your like uh, criminality these days. Right. You can't just like go right into it and start throwing toddlers into the pond. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did get pretty angry about something uh-oh. Today, actually. Uh-oh. And it was this story that I saw, like, that the news is reporting. And it's like, eyewitness news. You know, like, this is a story. And I decided that maybe there should be, like, a little segment just called, Why the fuck is this on the news? <laughs> so, I, I, have I, you I, seen? I, I'm sure we'll, we'll never run out of these. Have you heard the story, Dennis? Of the young woman whose TikTok video went viral, but for the wrong reasons. Because she jumped into the <laughs> Hudson River in a bikini. I didn't hear that. Okay, well. Let what me, was wrong with the let me show woman you. jumping into the Hudson in her bikini? Oh, oh man. It, the video went viral. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of the news clip. <laughs> I thought it would make a cool TikTok video. So she asked her mom to film her jumping off a boat, videotape her, jumping off a boat for a swim into the Hudson River in front of the Statue of Liberty. But 20-year-old Donna Pesapar's video is going viral for a different reason, with many social media comment commenters questioning the wisdom of jumping into the not-so-clean Hudson River. A lot of people are being very mean, saying I hope she dies from that water and like just sending me death threats. I just stand by my own opinion, and that is that I live by like the YOLO mentality. You only live oh my once. God. <laughs> Donna says she did get some of that water in her mouth and wasn't expecting it to taste so bad. But she's not that worried. She says she does plan to head to the doctor soon for a checkup. That was on yeah, the I would news. That and was on not the only news. that, it's on New York news. That's that's New York City, NYC, the biggest city in America. And this is what their newscasters are wasting their time on. <laughs> they're, and they're like, because it went viral, because people are like hating on her or whatever. And again, like even like people like 
wasting their time to be like, I hope you die from that water because it's yucky and you jumped in it. The whole fucking thing made me so everybody that contributed to this story in any way <laughs> made me so mad. <laughs> also, though, do we have, yeah, there's so much to unpack, but a lot of times when people do these kind of things and they're like, I'm getting death threats, I'm getting so much hate. It's like, are you really? Like, do we have any example that it was like, a really viral, like that she got all this hate mail or hate videos. No, it's like a teenager. And so even if it's just like two or three people being like, I hope you die. They're like, Oh my God, they're ruining everything. <laughs> so it's like when people are like, well, I got death threats over that. I'm like, did you, or did someone on Twitter say, I hope you die. That's not a death threat. <laughs> that's true. That's like, true. It's just like, it's not a death threat. It's that's like you're stupid enough that I hope you die. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's just a troll saying something anonymously on the internet. Right. So yeah, I, I've 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 grown to be very skeptical of all the uh, when there's like fake outrage over how they're being treated online. Well, and just and it's who, like who gives there's a, shit. a very easy there's a very easy answer to that. It's called logging off. Like you yeah. don't post TikTok videos <laughs> or you make it private. But these people don't want to make their shit private because that's the whole point of social media. They're trying to get that clout. You know, they want to be an influencer. They want paid sponsorships, you know, especially now that I hear that she was in a bikini on the Hudson near the the uh, uh, Statue of Liberty. That like paints a very like, clear picture of what she was trying to do, you know? Right, right. So I'm like, now, sorry, it's, it's, it's all you're all inviting that, you know? <laughs> now, there was another story that really shouldn't have been on the news, but this one didn't make me mad. And this was a Boise <laughs> mom and her three children were stopped as a male bison made its way down the highway on Tuesday. I think this is in Idaho. And that's the, Boise, yeah. Yeah, that the title is Screaming Bison Stops Traffic in Yellowstone National Park. Oh, so the <laughs> Tuesday summer afternoon. Whoa. So listen to this America's one. America's oldest national park. And Heather Parker Be quiet. Sorry, was parked in the car with her kids for oh a Yellowstone God. traffic jam. Brought on by a belching bison? Well, not sure if it was indigestion or infatuation. After all, it is mating season. And maybe this is the call of the wild to get wild. And if that purr doesn't pique some prurient passion. All right. Other than that guy's fucking thing. I thought that was that was like one of those things like this shouldn't be on the news. But I was just like, OK, it's kind of funny. Like, I don't yeah. know. That's like the news trying to keep up with like news of the weird and, and the internet. So they try to come up with cutesy stories like that. Part of the reason that's infuriating, if you know the backstory to those kind of things, is there used to be like news had to be like local and owned locally because they didn't want like uh, one person to own it all because then you could control like the stories on there. Well, in the 90s, that got deregulated. And so now like one company owns like 90% of the local television stations. And so they'll just send these bullshit stories out and be like, huh? Like a bison was burping. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, well, what about the uh, trillion dollar debt and like global warming? You know, like, no, but and I know, I know. No, this People mom like, and her kids. Everything, but <laughs> yeah. Like maybe that thing was like belching because it's like unseasonably hot and climate change is, is like making its insides boil but no isn't it weird he makes a weird sound and like we said infatuation but he probably meant flatulence he probably read it wrong but they didn't want to go back and like 
like uh you know redo the story so then he just kept going with the lie but he was like well it is mating season You're like what why would he be okay never mind i'm out um <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have any uh did you have any uh oh, your things of our jeez i'm struggling tonight man the comment yeah. the weird comments <laughs> Did, did we catch you off guard? You kind of like 45 minutes before the show. We're like, yeah, I might've forgotten. I kind of remember that there's something. I might've forgotten completely about the show tonight. <laughs> before we get to reviews from the last episode and from our conversations, you actually owe me a story. So you recently took a little family vacation oh, yeah. and went to Lava Hot Springs, Idaho. It's one of our favorite as a friend group and as a locals to Utah. It's one of my favorite places to go. And apparently you had some stories, but you wouldn't tell me. So I've been dying. For oh, now. that's I think right. We're going on like three weeks now. Okay. I've like dying to hear these stories. So let's get a little, little local flavor, like a little like slice of life. Like what's, what's going on in the world of the Hobbses? Well, first of all, you know, you know, that the pool in lava has that, the Olympic diving boards, right? And I think like the highest like one is 50 like fifty feet. No, like, I think ridiculous. it's like thirty-five or something like that. You know, it's it, but it's oh, okay. high. Thirty-five. I'm so far <laughs> off by saying it was fifty feet. It's fucking way up there. It's, like it's really high, building. and it's one of those things like you could land pretty good, but it's always gonna hurt a tiny bit, you know. So I'm up by no matter like, what, it's always gonna hurt. Like it's always gonna slap it. Like on the way down, you know. Like it's always like yeah. you could you could land really well, and you're still gonna slap something. But um. <laughs> yeah. So I was by the the water slides and all of a sudden, like I see like, I can see like the pool and everybody down below and I just see everybody like exiting the pool and there's like this big Disperse. emergency. Yeah. And I was like, oh, somebody shit in the pool, right? Like, cause that's what happens yeah. all the time. Like there's at least like three poops in the pool a day, at least that's like a, a at least, yeah, minimum. that's a good day. Yeah. That's a good day. And uh, anyway, so I get, you know, if I finally get down and I was just ask, asking what's going on and Brandon had seen a, a girl up at the very top of the highest high dive and he said that she just looked down and kept looking down and then like <laughs> kept looking down and falling forward and kept looking until she was just like uh, horizontal, right? Like belly flopping from the highest high dive. Oh my God. And then he said that she came up and just like made this really bizarre like screaming noise and then they like took her away on a stretcher and stuff. Turns out, she had Down syndrome. Oh, goodness. And her parents had like signed, because now you can't, it, back in the day, I think we could just go up there and, and, and we, there was no signing. I can't even remember. Maybe there always was. It was Idaho. They, anything went. Like but, all you had to do was give them a potato and, and you could go, you could do anything you want there. Now, so, and this is one of those, so her parents had to sign off on it or whatever. And supposedly she'd done it before, but this is one of those incidents where like, I told, like, I, I was like, I get like you want to normalize your child's life you don't want to be like they can't do that however however do you not at least go up there and like walk with them and like uh, like that whatever. can still feel normal yes <laughs> i don't know but it was just like it was one of those situations where like well that's fucking horrifying i don't know that i don't know how i felt it about it be you know maybe they're like Eh, go up there and maybe take a knife with you or, you know, like, oh my God. you know, at, at their house, they're like, do you want to play sockets and, and metal? 
It's a new game we're playing. The worst like, part is, is I had, pin, I actually the, had that pin the thought. fork on the electric socket, you know, like maybe they're done with this child. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so I think, I think that was like I, the big major one. I was just like, Oh, I got to tell that in that story. Cause it was, I, would, I wouldn't let like my able-bodied child go off like the 50 foot, you know, high dive. Well, eventually you would though, right? That. Yeah. No, but, yeah, they, yeah, said but that, they said that gotta, she had done it. Start small, you know, like, like go off the little one and learn how to jump and dive in the water. Like it's a, it's a procedure. You can't just like go from the very top one. Like that's how people break their neck. That's how people like get those weird, like, right. oh yeah, I can no longer walk straight or, or like I have to like push a wheelchair with a, a, a straw, like kind of injuries. So like, you can't just like let them go up there on their own. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that was like, now that it's been so long, it doesn't seem as exciting of a story. But at the time, I was like, I can't believe that happened. Well, you had a shit in the pool, which is commonplace there, oh. which is why, like, you can't go in public pools anymore. Like, it used to kind of be fine. But now, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to anymore. You don't, you don't want to ever go in a public pool? I always want to. But then the second I go in there, like, at one time I went in the lava pool... And I swear to God, I came out bleached from all the chlorine. Like I, it was like melting my skin. I felt like the the like bad guy in RoboCop when he's like dumped in acid. Like it was so burny the entire time. Like hours after going in that pool, I was like, I, I like I can't. <laughs> you know, like I'll take my chances with like algae bloom instead of like chlorine and fucking kid dumps. <laughs> I don't know. I find like, I find like the pool is one of the only like things now that I can still do outdoors with like in a public setting and not really because like because of the like high intensity of the chlorine. Yeah, um, but I don't you, know. You have some faith that I, I'm nervous that you're entrusting, you know, some 14 year old with like dangerous chemicals, and you're like, all right, only well, mix, you know, a, half a capful, and they're like, got it, got it, you know, one for you, one for you, one for me, you know. And they just keep glug, glug, glugging away. And then next thing you know, I, I, I'm sterile because the bleach got in my balls and killed all my swimmers. So, <laughs> And I, I can't have that. I need to like make sure the legacy of me continues from all these brilliant thoughts. You know, I can't wait to be like tormenting a child with like telling them, do you know why Evil Knievel was so awesome? You know, and them just telling me to shut up. Like, I can't wait for those th those times to happen. Your your child seems very receptive to to your husband's ways. Uh, she I saw her in a uh, a mask for a werewolf, and she's walking around acting like a, a werewolf. She seemed to be uh, she like a Frankenstein. Like she seems to be into dad's hobbies so far, right? Like well, dad a, and moms. She, we're both like super horror fans, and yeah, she's around so it a double, lot. She's like one of the only. I'm not, she might be like one of the only two year olds that sees like the new Pennywise and is like, oh hi clown. Like she gets all she'll like <laughs> asked she'll ask to watch the new it movies because I don't think it registers yeah. like the horrifying. She just sees like a clown, and she's yeah, like, yeah, I want to see that clown again. <laughs> Oh, he bit off a kid's arm, and she's like, "Oh, his arm's gone." You know, she'll just say oh, stuff oopsie, like that. Oh, see, arms he's gone, Z's. 
my parents treated like it was no holds barred when I was a kid. They let me do whatever I wanted, watch whatever I wanted. And so Freddy Krueger was the big one I was I grew up with. I and it made it so I was never afraid of anything like that, you know? Right. Same like here. I wasn't afraid Same of clowns here. or monsters. I was afraid of like cancer and fucking, you know, <laughs> like Ebola. So like like I, I'm still freaked out by contagion movies, you know, like epidemic right. shit, but like monsters were never a big deal. So maybe if you like desensitize them or just like tell, like show them that it's, it's fun and it's, it's make believe like anything else, you know, I don't see yeah. why, I don't see why we can't like introduce them to like monsters and stuff, but we can introduce them to other, other make believe stuff, but not monsters. Mon- yeah, monsters sure. is fun. Monsters can be fun. Now, if she started having like nightmares or something, I might, I might fall back and, and stop, <laughs> stop showing her some stuff, but until that day. She, yeah, maybe she, that comes later. <laughs> I, I also don't want to have to like censor what I watch, like in any way. You know, I don't want to like get stuck only watching like baby shows and stuff like that. Like, I want her to be interested in more of the content that I watch and stuff too. They tell, they say, if you play classical music when they're in the womb, right? Like, it's supposed to increase their intelligence. It's probably one of those bullshit things, but I, it's it's a low risk behavior, right? So why not? if you are exposing them to more adult content when they're younger, why wouldn't that like give them a head start on things instead of just being like, you know, Bert and Ernie and shit like, but she does, she is into the child stuff too. Right. Like Sesame Street. I don't know what today's shit is. Like Paw Patrol. Uh, What's the, I don't know. Peppa Pig. Hot. hot, Yeah. What's the hot shit on the street for kids these days? Yeah. She's into a bunch of like other kids stuff too. Peppa Pig is a big one. Um, she just found out the Muppets existed. So she's been into that a little bit. Oh, that's yeah. next level. Now, do they have new Muppets? Or yeah, is it just they do. Like they actually cla- came Muppet out classic. They actually came out with a show. I think it's just called Muppets. Oh gosh. I can't remember, but it's like, um, it's done for, it's actually Muppets for adults. It's done in a way of like, like the shot, like the office, like how it's like a doc documentary, like style drama, sh- yeah. docu series. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And it's really Faux, funny. Faux documentary. Yeah, I grew up loving the Muppets, so it's like really fun to Fuck watch yeah. watch those and and be like, oh, it's I could definitely watch them again because I still like the Muppets, but like some of it is a little bit too kitty for me. But I was yeah. like, oh, this is cool. This is like definitely like a love letter to those of us who grew up on them. So, yeah, I thought it was odd when they have the the twenty twenty Muppets, and like one of them is like a, you know a trans bi polyamorous you know <laughs> uh, uh, pansexual you know the the new millennial version of Muppets. I, I I thought that was pretty advanced for children, but you know, I guess you got to start them early. So you do. Cause you if, do. You, if you don't start them early, how will they ever know about pansexuality? How will they ever know if they're poly, you know, like you have to like get this in their system early so they can decide by the time they're, they're teenagers, whether they want to be in an alternative lifestyle. Cause you know, you can't be just going to school and having teachers indoctrinate them, you know, into those those uh, alternative ways. Like it, that kind of like information starts at home, so you got to get them going early on that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have I'm any being silly? Do you have any uh, reviews? I have one. Okay, let's get it. Let's and get... why this one popped in my feed is more for the the amount of outrage for the type of business that it is. Okay. So (laughs) I don't know if they have this in other places. 
I don't think they do. I've traveled around. I haven't noticed it. It seems to be a, a unique phenomenon in the state of Utah. But soda shops or like soda places or drink specific places, we have a whole industry in the state of Utah dedicated to like flavored soda. Right. Like that you can like drive through and, and lids sip, and quench yeah. and drink it, you know, and and it's like you go and you're like, I'll take a Coke but shoot some vanilla in it, you know? And it's like, give me a 64 ounce. And they have like, that's it. They don't have food. They don't have, it's just literally a drive-through for soda. And so this and maybe one cookies. is for, maybe a cookie. And those are the like more ambitious ones, but I think you have to get a food license or something if you're going to do that. So mostly they stick to like Pepsi products that they shoot syrup into, right? Like it's, it's I, I don't quite understand it, but I'm like, okay. To me, you used to just go to 7-Eleven and get a big gulp, but I get that there's drive through so maybe it's more convenient. But this one comes from uh, a place in Utah called Quench It. You know, they always have cutesy names when it, in regards to soda. And they said, worst experience that I've ever had at a drink shop. Employees were not helpful, rude, and seemed very unhappy to be working there. The menu was incorrect because the workers said that they no longer are selling cookies and other items on the menu. With my European background, I do not like ice in my drinks because we do not have ice in Europe. The worker told me that they would have to charge me two extra dollars for no ice. Are you kidding me? Question mark. If it is that much of a problem, just put less soda in the cup. Two dollars is like buying an entirely new soda. I drove off planning on never coming back unless a serious repair is done with the customer service here. Very disappointed and not worth it. Exclamation point. <laughs> so first of all, no ice in Europe. I think they have ice in Europe. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. sure there's ice in Europe. I'm pretty sure. They no, maybe it's put not. It. Maybe it's not standard that they have ice in their drinks, but they have ice in Europe. And she's all trying to fly out like she's hoity-toity, but like, oh, I'm European. When we go to our drink shops and like freaking out about them not like giving them a drink with no ice. On the other hand, I am quite kind of on her side in the like, why are they charging extra for no ice? That when, is bizarre. That's like, we. what do you mean we can't water it down? We're going to have to charge <laughs> so, you extra. <laughs> Soda costs about 10 cents a metric liter, you know, like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not really, you know, that like costly. So giving someone an extra four ounces of Pepsi probably won't break the bank when it sure. comes time for taxes. And like one person too. It's not like they came in and ordered like 70 drinks with no ice, you know, like this is yeah, just like the amount that you're gaining on all the other ice cube suckers, you know, you could like let one slide that, right. that didn't just want a ice. It wouldn't, more it wouldn't soda. break it down. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd never been to one of these quench shops. I I, I see them all the time. They're pretty, I don't quite understand you know, the phenomenon, but it's okay. Like if it's, I think it's like it's like another one of those things. Like most Utah people can't go to the bar, so this is like the closest to a mixed drink. That's that their version, gonna, and yeah. it's like they got some caffeine, so maybe they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go get super sugar." Caffeine. There also is a new phenomenon of the can't be without a beverage person. Like no matter what situation, scenario in life, walking around, driving, they always have to have a beverage. 
And so I think this caters to that constant need to be sucking down a drink at all times. Cause like, I'll, I'll be honest with you yesterday. I was like, it was like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, I don't think I've had a sip of water today. Like <laughs> I, I drink okay. like a cup of coffee and that's about it, you know, throughout the day. Like I, I hadn't even thought about the like liquid until I went outside and it was a hundred and fucking five degrees. And I was like, Oh my God, I have a safari like or Saharan desert in my throat. And I was like, Oh yeah, I have not had any water today. So <laughs> my kidneys hurt a tiny bit. <laughs> my, my, why is my back hurt? And then blood dripping <laughs> out of the tip of my dick. Like, Oh yes. Hydration. Do you consider yourself one of these people? Do you always have to have a water bottle at all on you? A drink I do. You I have to times? have water. I don't, I don't drink soda a lot, but, um, and like super rare that I'll drink a soda, but I do have to have water on me. Cause I think once like I'm, I got to this point where I started drinking a lot of water anyway. Cause I hear you're supposed to like drink half your body weight in ounces every day. And that's a lot of water. So once you do that though, that's a you, lot of water. Once you do that, you get used to it and, and then you just get thirsty mm-hmm. like more often and your body's like, no, 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 we usually have more water right now. You know? <laughs> it's like a chapstick principle. Right. If you never use chapstick, your lips never get dry. Sure. But once you use it once, then it's like, right. like your body's like, oh my God, I need that all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, Dennis, are you ready for? Uh-oh. I'm so excited. Oh, just news. It's... Oh, damn it. It's just I news. we were going to. All right. <laughs> it's just news that we found. I thought you had more belching uh, bison <laughs> to play. Uh, you know, I I liked the um, I liked the headline of that. I actually hadn't listened to that prior to when no. I just listened to it now. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I like that stupid story. I didn't realize there was like a video for it because it just said screaming. Ah, there's a spider again on my fucking computer. This one does not oh, look friendly Jesus. either. But anyway, the headline just said screaming bison stops traffic in Yellowstone. I was like, that's. I want to hear like a, what, what's a screaming bison, but that's not a scream. <laughs> like I thought it'd be no. like, I thought it'd be like, Aah! Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Oh, I got to fucking stop. That's yeah. very, mis- oh. now I'm the more I like, you know, as I started to play that clip, I was like, Oh, I don't actually like this as much as I thought I did. I like the headline. Yeah. I like the headline screaming bison. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you almost have to like don't go any deeper just, no like, no headline yeah, and be like, why like, was this in the news because like again in my head i i could have continued to think that the bison was like oh oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i do I'm ha- fucking freaking out man <laughs> i'm fucking freaking out i did i all my news stories uh this time are just kind of like stupid in a way like i don't know why they're in the news so one of them was california just reported the first case of human plague in five years in lake tahoe nevada a hiker contracted bubonic plague oh so these are two like separate cases so Uh I, i started thinking so this person tested positive for plague um yeah, I don't know if it says how they might have got it. They, they're an avid walker. They might have been bitten by an infected flea while walking their dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> then I, but then it's like, if, the more you read, it's like, oh, but, you know, like we call it the plague. But And this is shit that like probably killed people in the 
the hundreds of thousands back in the day, but that's because they didn't have like antibiotics and stuff, right? So yeah, this guy's and they be, didn't wash their hands. Yeah, yeah, this guy's gonna be fine. Like he's got, you know, this is the most common type of plague in the U.S. is known as bubonic plague, which can cause a fever, nausea, weakness, swollen, painful limp. Um, but it it's usually caused by a flea bite, and it it's totally uh, curable. You know, not not a problem. It's just, yeah, it's like, like you take a day off, like. Yeah. This, the bubonic plague wiped out 250 million people worldwide in the 1600s. And now this guy gets bit by a flea and takes, you know, half an afternoon off from right. work right. to like, like take a shot and he's fine. Yeah. So that'll tell you like where, how far we've come when it comes to like uh, viral studies. But it made me think like, like that'd be kind of like a fun, like thing to call in to work with like oh i got the plague like you know like most people call it like oh i got the flu i'm not feeling good but like to be able to officially be like i got the plague in fact you can look in the newspaper i have like the first person to have the plague in five years boss you're not gonna believe this once in a million chance but i got bubonic plague listen sir not coming into work today got the plague (laughs) i don't think i'll be coming in for a while black plague over here you know black plague First guy in California in a century. Maybe I should go buy a lottery ticket. Am I right? Going to need a couple of days off, sir. Now, see, I, w- I would milk it because they don't know that it's completely curable now. Like, they'd be like, oh, my God, you got bubonic plague. Like, stay away forever. We'll right. just pay you to never come right. in. It's one of those things again. like, hey, um, we gave you an extra week of over, uh, you know, paid time off. Uh, just get, yeah. get, get feeling better with that plague. They'd be like, oh, yeah, thank you. I'm fit. I, I was feeling a little plaguey today, so. <laughs> I think I will uh, I, take another I day, boss, if that's like, okay with you. I did feel like I, don't I still wanna, had some of the plague in me. I don't want to be coming down there and coughing up blood on all my coworkers. You know, <laughs> then what kind of situation would we have there? Right. No problem. You you keep you keep you keep uh, keep home with that bubonic plague. And it it would either it would either like go one way or like you would almost have to like provide the the doctor note evidence. Like, no, it's plague because like there could be that chance they're like you you have the plague. You're in this guy's it. case, he doesn't even have to provide the doctor's note. He could be like, check the night tonight's news because <laughs> yeah. I'm the first guy to get it in fucking a century. So, yeah. Oh, you think I'm making it up? Yeah. And that belching moose wasn't real either. <laughs> sure, boss. What do you not believe in the news? I got the bubonic plague, man. But, you know, you you wonder why people are going crazy. And it's it, this is another one of those things like, okay, it's the first case of human plague in five years. First of all, that doesn't seem like enough of a time to, like, really report it. Like like you were saying earlier, yeah. if it's been, like, a century, then, like, oh, shit, we should report this. This is interesting. <laughs> no, we have not seen the plague in 100 years. But not – it's just – Five years, like oh, now someone else got a plague. I flea bit somebody, you know. Yeah, you're like, all right. That's not a that's that seems like a reasonable amount of time. It's like plague and like Twilight books in between, you know. Like that's <laughs> it take about five years to do, you know. Like right. that makes sense. Yeah, right. I'll wait. Are we gonna start reporting like diarrhea now? Like oh, hundred thousandth person to get diarrhea today after yeah. eating a Taco Bell. They do. They do. They do that shit all the time with like astrological phenomenon. They're like, it's going to be a strawberry pink moon. And you're like, oh, that sounds exotic. And they're like, yeah, it only comes around once every 14 months. <laughs> and you're like, all right, maybe I can miss it. I was thinking about maybe calling out sick, you know, getting getting some friends together to go check out the fucking pink moon. But you're like, no, it happens all the time. You're like, oh, never mind. Then. It's completely it curable. Time. And it happens yeah. about every yeah, five years. Pretty regularly. <laughs> 
But I just like, no wonder why people are fucking going crazy. Because some people read this and they just read the headlines like, okay, uh, first case of human plague in five years. Oh, my God. Like in the headline, maybe it should include like, but don't worry, it's totally curable. Like, totally like, curable. Totally curable. It's just, it should read, man gets totally curable disease. <laughs> in five years. It's just like a weird one to get. And man, he's the first guy in five years. Meaning it isn't very common. Or the like, or man, first man to report in sick to work with the plague in five years. Like, you know, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, it's totally curable. It's totally fine. The guy's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Now, they are playing on that, like, doomsday mentality, right? They really so are. It's like plague, pestilence, because they before they were talking about the murder hornets. So right. you were thinking, oh, my God, like, it's the locust, the remember, pestilence. Yeah, remember the- when I said, I was like, I'm not going to worry about murder hornets. Like, some shit, like, <laughs> I feel like they're just trying to be like, and now oh, this yeah. is happening. I heard a story the other day. They're like, four horsemen are riding down the hill. You're like, what? I'm like, oh, it's just because there's a local rodeo going on. You're like, oh, my God. Can't you guys fucking be more careful with your language? I'm on edge here. Like, I thought we were in fucking end times. So, but so, you know, Dennis, to, um, to avoid the plague, you don't no. want, you don't want contact with wild rodents. Um, if they're, especially All if right. they're sick or done inj- and done, especially if they're sick, injured or dead. So- Tell that to my wife. <laughs> I, Keep I don't your know pets on I just, a leash. I'm going to start like putting that in conversation. Oh, wear now. long pants and insect repellent to reduce flea exposure. Yeah, yeah. Do we have? I don't think of, we have fleas. Yeah, in I was going to say, do we have a lot of fleas in Utah? Is it we too do, high? We up? do not. No, because back when I used to live in California, like your pets in the summer would get just like mobbed by fleas. Interesting. You could see them like infested uh. on their and. You'd give them a collar, you'd spray them down, you'd wash them. It didn't matter. It was just like a constant infestation. And then I came up here and there, I never once, I didn't see one flea ever here. Yeah, I, so I, I don't think, think I've the, ever. All the, that liberal politics in California, <laughs> they got infested with fleas. I'll let, do you have a story? I'll let you go before I tell my next one. Yeah. So try to segue about people going crazy. There we go. (laughs) We've been talking about people going crazy. We've been talking about people losing their minds with all the talk of vaccine development during COVID and advancements in medical technology and therapeutics. A lot of stories came out this week in the tech biohacking realm. So the first one is from a man who actually is in Utah. His name is Rich Lee, and he calls himself a transhumanist, which these people online, they come up with these weird titles for themselves. And you're like, well, where did you go to college for that? And like, no, I just put two words together and called myself that. So he has announced this week that he wants to implant a vibrator into his pubic fat. His latest project is called Wait, the Lovetron 9000. Pubic fat? And he hopes to make subdermal sexual modification to his own body. And he's going to put a like 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 a vibrating like piston into his pubic fat. So if he's ever making love to a woman, which if you see a picture of him, he has no problem with that ever happening. So I don't know why he's doing this, but <laughs> It'll create a vibration sensation in his pubic region while he's having sex. He has put 
magnets into the cartilage nubs in the front of his earlobes and connected it to a copper coil around his neck to act as an internal headphones. So this is kind of a thing this guy does. And now his latest project is he wants to put a vibrating um, like like piston type action into his pubic fat. What and he's been pubic, working on it for what is, five years. What's pubic fat? Your gunt, you know, the, the top part. The, oh. the, the pubis, the, the, the pubic fat area, you know. That can't be good for you. There's no fucking way. Why would you want to put metal into your body that doesn't belong there? Especially no. in your cockle, in your cockle region. Like any kind of like like foreign objects in my nether, like that's always bad news. Yeah, I try of to avoid it all times. He says he was flipping through magazines when he was a kid back in the eighties, and I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be like the like weird like you could sit, mail away for things, right? Like fart powder, uh, uh, silly putty. You you might be too young for this, but like back in the there used to be magazines like I know and, like I know what the reference. I'd never done that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you used to send away and they would send you like little packages of fart powder or like a buzzer that you put in your hand when you give people handshakes. It like shocked them, you know. And so he got inspired by that because it always they always used to advertise Spanish fly. I don't think kids today know anything about Spanish fly. But when I was a kid, Spanish fly was this magical concoction that if you gave it to a woman, she would be instantly aroused and would have sex with the first person they saw. Now in the nineties that became GHB and it was a, <laughs> a, a big problem with guys fucking drugging women in bars and at colleges. So I think they kind of got rid of that in, cause this was in comic books. Like I'd be reading, uh, you know, teenage mutant Ninja turtles and I'd get to the end of the page and it'd be like Spanish fly. If you give it to a woman, they will be immediately aroused. <laughs> And so he wants to do the modern version of that and calling it the Lovetron 9000. And again, I don't know if you put that in your Tinder profile that you installed a Lovetron 9000 in your pubic fat. I don't know that you'll get many uh, takers to try that out. So I don't know who he's going to get as volunteers to see if this thing does any good for anybody. There's no fucking way. <laughs> well, I don't know, uh, though, man. There probably is a way. Someone's going to do probably, this. Someone's going to do there's this. There's always a way. Now, this guy, Rich Lee from Utah, who calls himself a transhumanist, if he call, if he invents it, you're like, there's no fucking way. But if Elon Musk next week comes out with the it's Tesla true. Lovetron 9000, I think it would be a lot more popular. There's just, I guess, the uh, delivery. The person that comes up with it has a lot to do with uh, whether very we are uh, intrigued by the invention, you know, because flamethrowers have been around forever. But then Elon comes out with one called the boring you know this is not a flamethrower and every, all of a sudden everybody wants a flamethrower again so we need to get elon on this to make uh uh human vibrators cool again <laughs> i i don't know it's still like that's a big thing like can't you just like make a belt like put on a belt like why does it have to be in you yeah, they got they've got exactly right. Like they got those old uh, strap-ons and shit from you know, like that. I'm sure would do the exact same trick. Why yeah. does it have to be installed <laughs> inside you? Yeah, this feels like a situation like if someone like took the the modern day like car and was like, 
I put wheels on the wheels, you know, like, yeah. no, like there's vibrators out there that yeah, you Yeah, we could... already had that. I don't know that you need to improve upon. <laughs> yeah. You can't broke, you can't fix what's not broke, right? Right, right. Like <laughs> there's plenty of like vibrating things and rather it's like, in fact, if it was like in someone's skin, like then it's like less movable around. Like what, your like whole like pubic fat regions just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then what yeah, happens if you like you gain a bunch of weight and then like you like well it's in there somehow and uh, you can't feel it anymore. More cushion for the pushing, you know. <laughs> like yeah, it, it just goes deeper into it. And if and if that if he's not able to find a partner for, to test his love Chon nine thousand, the next story that I have it, it it's COVID nineteen lockdowns have led to a huge spike in sex doll sales. Sex doll companies have doubled sales since coronavirus lockdowns came into effect. So if you want to know where all your stimulus money is going, it's for perverts to be buying sex dolls. What kind of sex dolls? Like, like, like robot the weird sex dolls? ones. Yeah, not the not the weird blow up, you know. Those aren't like even like ones. really a sex like people don't really use those ones, do they? They don't really like those use are for those like ones. bachelor parties or some dumb shit, you know. It's a novelty, right? Because it's a, it's just a balloon with a hole in it. Yeah. These are those weird, like where guys dress them up. You know, Lars and the real girl, you know, yeah. like, like dress them up and like get married to them or like have videos on TikTok of them like having conversations with them. <laughs> You know, like the, the real fucking freak shit, like, and people have been buying up them in droves. So during the pandemic, you have guns, toilet paper, water, and now sex dolls are flying off the shelves and you can't even uh, get them if you wanted to. Same with the uh, weights, man. You can't get any oh, dumbbells. God. Can't get any no dumbbells. Dumb- no exercise equipment, really, no. because everybody's it's like gone down well, the line. Yeah, there is some like the the shit that no one wants. Like the there's one five pound dumbbell and like a yeah the three pound fucking hand weight that will do <laughs> kettlebell three you. pound kettlebell. <laughs> That's actually my retirement plan. I bought a kettlebell a long time ago, so I have one thirty pound kettlebell. I think I'm going to put my kids through college, like because <laughs> they're so valuable right now. Yeah, I don't I don't know sex dolls. Let's see, that'd be creepy. You would never be able to date really until you got rid of your sex doll, right? Like that's not a thing that it's not I would be able to like continue if I came It's not porn mags that you can no. like hide under your bed. Yeah. Right? Like where do you store your sex doll? <laughs> and then when you get rid of it, is it like a like a give it to like charity situation? Or do you try to like that you can't resell? Well, that's got no well, resell I'm- value, right? <laughs> I'm glad you asked because this week I have filed paperwork to start my new charity campaign. It's sex dolls for the homeless. So when you are done with your sex doll, you donate it to us and we find a homeless man that could really use some companionship. So you are on the right track there, Lindsay. So if, uh, anybody out there, go to sexdollsforhobos.com. And once you're done with your sex doll, you don't even have to wash it. Like we just take them. Any any condition, you know, and we'll take it. as long as the holes are still intact. We want to make sure that these homeless guys aren't getting stuck with a big piece now, of latex. Now, is it just female sex dolls that are going up the shelves, or is this male sex dolls that are going up the oh, shelves? Oh God, no, male sex dolls, chick with dick sex dolls, every perversion freak. There's even like Avatar, like Alien. You know, you could get like blue. You get you a blue get your avatar. favorite character. Yeah, you get your favorite character from 
from Star Wars as a sex doll. Like they, it's just like it's infinite possibilities when it comes to pieces of rubber that you can fuck. Like, <laughs> and they even doing the new like where they're putting in like sounds. You know, you could press a button and it'll talk like Chucky. I love or you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like or like my buddy. You remember my buddy from back in the day or Teddy Ruxpin when you put a cassette tape oh, and it reads you. Oh, I loved Teddy. Read you a story. Yeah, like. Uh, you can still do that with a sex doll. Like the other day I was fucking my sex doll and I was also learning about uh, the uh, economic downfall of early uh, colonial Iran. So yeah, I, I try to do all like get multitask and learn something while I'm uh, being perverse with a piece of plastic. <laughs> you think you would ever like, let's say that you, you know, never got married and and we're stuck at home for years. You think that you would go sex doll? If they were cheap, the problem is they're like six grand, right? So that's way out of any kind of price that I would be like, okay. But if it was like a couple hundred bucks, I, I would definitely entertain that thought. Like <laughs> because you just get to a weird, like, like isolated place, you know? Sure. And it's hard to imagine the level, like if there's no judgment, right? Like where your brain would go. Like it's like if if hookers were legal, I probably would have done that. I just never did because it was so paranoid about the illegality of it. And I don't I, I don't like the idea of a hooker. Like, I mean, that's fine, they can do what they want, but I never wanted that for myself. But sure. there were times where it would get to a point where it's like, if this was legal, that's where I would go, you know? <laughs> like Right, right. Like like you, the the male brain from the age of like 18 to 25 the amount of desperation is is immeasurable so i can't really uh depth that plum of how how depraved i probably could have gotten it is interesting to it, think about like what we would actually do if it were deemed acceptable you know probably some yeah. probably some pretty weird shit probably oh absolutely well, you see in cultures or societies that allow whatever you want, right? Like yeah. German, it's like shit porn is like commonplace there, right? Why? Well, it's because nobody thought to be like, hey, no, don't do shit porn. <laughs> in America, it's illegal. You can't piss and you can't like shit on people like on film and sell it for pornography, right? Like you can do it. It's fine. It's legal to do it, but you can't sell it like to make profit. So yeah, it's it's the the and in in Germany they also love David Hasselhoff. So maybe there's some correlation there. Like <laughs> when there's no shame, what level of depravity would you go to? You would allow David Hasselhoff to be a pop star and have a number one album. I was thinking <laughs> like, about him the other day. Is he still alive? Did he die? He's still alive, right? He's still alive. He survived the eating the cheeseburger off the floor. Is he like better which, from that? Like has he recovered? It's cheese- hard to say what what recovery is when you're filmed eating a cheeseburger <laughs> off the floor. But he tried they did like a Night Rider reunion thing, right? Like they tried a whole like new generation of Night Rider, but then kids today, they can't appreciate a a TV show about a talking car. You know, they just don't get it. Like they can't like grasp why that would be cool. So it didn't go very far and then, you know, he tried the whole hey, don't hassle the Hoff thing for a while. Like that was a meme, but it quickly went away and now nobody talks about him at all because it's also, they don't, they don't realize back in the nineties, there was a television show called Baywatch and it was about women running up and down the beach in a bikini and people watched it because they saw boobs bouncing up and down and kids today are like, 
That's cute. We have the internet. Yeah. I just saw a German shit porn video. <laughs> like, I don't care that there's a woman with her boobs are bouncing up and down, which I never understood. Why was that appealing? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. See, like boobs Whoa. bouncing up and down on a beach. Oh my God, I'm so hard because those <laughs> boobs are bouncing up and down. <laughs> Speaking of uh, shit porn. So oh boy. have you been to Liberty Liberty Park lately? Yes, I go every day. Have you now? Have you ever like been in in a position where you had to like you? They have like porta potties there sometimes. Have you ever yes. been like so desperate that you had to use the porta potty? I have. I have. Have you seen like? Now are we talking the porta potty or the park toilet? No, like the porta potty, this, like the like the honey the, bucket, the honey pot. Yeah. So there was, there was a time, and like I had to pee so bad, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll just. Fuck it. Like, I'm going to use those honey bucket things. And You'll then, just hover. yeah, I'll just hover. I, of course, I'll just hover. And then I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use that like handicap one because it's bigger. And I had Frankie with me. And yep. I was like, if I'm going to hover, I'm going to have to like hold her as I hover. So I'm going to need some space, right? And <laughs> yeah. I opened it up and it was just covered in shit. Like, oh my like God. ceiling to floor, just like covered yeah. in like paintbrush, like a work of art. And as I like hurried like and a, shut the Picasso, right? And as I hurried and Get shut it? the <laughs> Picasso, that's very that's very good. Thank uh, you, thank you, thank you. As I uh, as I shut the door, there was like something on it that I didn't see when I had opened it, and it was just like, oh, go to like poop boat, Liberty poop boat, or on Facebook or something. So there's probably something on Facebook where we could like search for this, like Liber- like somebody's made a Facebook page probably documenting this i actually haven't gone uh, like the tra- my the trauma i don't know if i need to see it again i had blacked it out but you you got to see it live now right so right like during this time do you have it in front of you the address no it was like like if you go to facebook and search like poop boat or liberty park poop boat or something like that liberty it. park poop boat <laughs> well i'm on my work computer so i'll let you <laughs> all right let me see if Google i can search find that. It. liberty park poop boat see liberty liberty comes. liberty park poop boat no i don't see it so maybe there was nothing ever really on there maybe i got it wrong i wonder if it's still there maybe it sounds like a name name that you made up no i didn't boat. no but it was like you know again it all happened so fast that i i didn't like you know stay to look too far but there's something out there there's something out there but um anyway there's this other story that um, the headline reads, why Tokyo's new transparent public restrooms are a stroke of genius. And, mm. at, and at first you think like transparent, like these people are like, oh, using transparent public bathrooms like that. I guess they've decided like that we're going to be accepting of just, you know, watching people piss and shit. However, of course, it's like misleading like everything else. But they had this like uh, contest right to to um i guess like they've had some issues with public bathrooms and they want people to like think they're safe and clean and whatever and so they had this contest to like let's have your public bathroom ideas or what's a cool new design for a public restroom so this person came up with these like transparent ones but of course as you go in and lock the door like the the walls go like opaque so nobody uh-huh. so nobody can see you but the idea of the transparent bathroom is like you walk in and are you before you walk in, you can see not only see it's clean, so you avoid this poop boat situation, possible <laughs> poop boat situation, but you also see like nobody's in there like stalking you, ready to like stab you with a knife. Yeah, and it made me sad because I was like, 
man, why, like, why don't we get this kind of stuff? Like, why don't we get like, hey, we're, we're coming up with new cool, like, designs for public restrooms. Like, we just, like, I feel like all public or, restrooms. Or like the Dutch that had, like, the in, the, the bioluminescent streets, right? Right. Like, they, they put lights in the gravel and it just lit up on its own and it saved energy and it saved all this, like, uh, construction cost and everything. Like right. we never get all the cool shit. We're always getting yeah. the check stuff. Like how do we get cool shit? I'm, I'm tired of like all the public restrooms having like a piece of an aluminum fucking <laughs> nailed to the wall for a mirror, you know, like those are yeah. like, why even I walk one of those and I'm like, why even put it up? Like, why you, bother you? You know what you're getting. It's not a mirror. Nobody <laughs> wants to see themselves when they're in a in a honey no, but, bucket. <laughs> but not only that, no, but like you know, like the ones with like literally like a piece of metal just put up. It like nah, it's good enough for oh, a mirror. Like, like it's like barely polished aluminum. Yeah, it's like barely reflective at all, yeah. and like you could maybe see like a, a smushy like outline of yourself. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a uh, abstract interpretation of what you look like. Yeah, like a, a Picasso of what you might a look Picasso. like. Picasso. <laughs> oh, tying it all together here. Right, right. No, that there's a ton of this also goes back to the what you would do, like how much of our, our behavior is controlled by societal norms, right? Like there are things that you just don't do because you don't want to be bothered with it. Like if they the they put up fake cameras all over the place. They're not recording anything, but then people notice them and they're like, oh, well, I'm being watched, so I have to be on my best behavior. So the same would be if you had a, a see-through or opaque toilet, people would be like, oh, geez, I don't want to be the one that's like blamed, you know, if there's a mess or anything, so I'll make sure to like keep tidy. Right, right. You know, it's like the yeah. airpo- airline, when you get out of it, you're like, that wasn't me, that was the guy before me, you know, that took- <laughs> Can't do that here. That stunk, can't do that. Stunk in the, that place up. Can't yeah. do that in the transparent bathrooms. Yeah, it would help. It would increase the like societal, uh, like responsibility or the societal culpability to these things, and maybe we wouldn't have because those honey buckets. People are like, "Well, they're they're honey buckets. You're supposed to fucking shit them up and paint the walls with turds because it's just a piece of plastic that people defecate into. They have no respect for it. No, and then you put them in places like public parks." Or on the street or construction sites and homeless people breaking into them or or drug addicts, you know. So it's like, yeah, they have no respect for that. So if you add the opaqueness to it, then it would uh, maybe uh, decrease that error inv- of invisibility where people think they can do anything in the dark when no one's watching. Sure, sure. And I do like the idea like no one could be – you know, the stupid thing is is I never thought of somebody hiding in the bathroom until I read that article. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, people could be hiding in the toilets. Back in the day, there used to be the story about the guy in Utah that uh, hid in the porta potty and he like put on a wetsuit and dove it. I don't know why there's a video play. (laughs) There we go. They dove in to the porta potty wearing a wetsuit and just like stayed there and watched people take a shit and videotaped it and everything. So it's the same idea. Like I had no idea I should be worried about that. And now that I am, like I've been forever terrified about somebody being in there. Well, yeah. And I can't imagine as a woman, if you were to look down and yeah, see a guy you know, just fucking. No, that's all I'm going to think about when I go to public restrooms. <laughs> I want these. I, I usually have the other way where I'll create a fear that's probably not a real thing. <laughs> but then I'll find something on the Internet that makes it real. So I'm deathly afraid of in my own house, lifting up the toilet, 
to take a shit and like a snake comes up and bites my butthole. It's a, it's a real fear I have. <laughs> I am constantly like checking, you know, to make sure there's no anacondas in the toilet prior to sitting down. But it's like, well, that's not a real thing. Snakes can't get in your toilet. So why are you worried about that? <laughs> but then I go online and there's all these stories about snakes crawling back up through the pipes and biting people on the butthole. <laughs> so I'm like, uh-huh. Who's the crazy one now? I had a real fear that I didn't even know I should have. And now it's totally justified. Brandon, Brandon had this fear. I can't remember the whole story, actually, but I know there was some situation with like toilet spiders and, <laughs> and I probably like made fun of them or something for it. But like for like a week straight, like there kept being toilet spiders. And it was like, seriously, like, I'd like lift up the lid. I'm like, there is toilet spiders. There, there was spiders under the toilet seat. Like every that's time a, I lift that's it off. thing. Yeah. And if you got a fat hog like your husband does, you know, he probably puts the tip of his wang like under the toilet seat so he can get a spider bite on his fucking his dick tip. That's a real fear. That's but, a real fear that big dick guys have when they're sitting down to take a shit. I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's totally true. <laughs> you know. But it, it, I'm always I'm always paranoid about the random you know, stick your foot in your boot and there's a scorpion in there, you know. Uh, <laughs> but it like, really, it like, made me think though, like, I wonder how many times, like I, I never saw toilet spiders until I started actually checking for toilet spiders. And I wonder how many times there's always been toilet spiders and it's never been a problem. So I don't know, there's this part of it like, uh, maybe, maybe like the lesson in life is don't always look for toilet spiders and just don't, don't think about <laughs> toilet spiders, you know, just go through your life in a, a, a cloud, you know, never yeah. wondering if there are spiders no. under your toilet. No, <laughs> That's probably a better way to go. It's more Zen, right? Living in the moment, right. not worrying about the possibility of spiders under your toilet seat <laughs> or snakes in your toilet. Like right. me, like that's what I worry about. Right. <laughs> Just constant paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually all that I brought to the table today. Again, I forgot that we were doing the show today. So, <laughs> well, I've got, I've got. So, uh, big news this week in the in the world of politics. Joseph Biden, who is the Democratic nominee for president, selected his vice presidential candidate uh, running mate, uh, the senator from California, Kamala Harris. That's right. As part of the vetting process, candidates on the Biden's VP list were asked what they thought Trump's nickname would be for them. So I thought it might be interesting to think if you were running for vice president, what would Trump be like? How would he like make fun of you with some kind of nickname? Because as we know, he had uh, Crooked Hillary, uh, Lying Ted. Sleepy Joe, you know, he's kind of losing it as he's getting older, right. but he still tries to come up with these hamster Henry. <laughs> yeah. So I wondered what you thought your your nickname might be that Trump could use to make fun of you. My own nickname? Yeah. If you were running for vice president and Trump was to come up with a nickname for you, what do you think it would be? Probably like Loser Lindsay or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, Lindsay you Loser. Like, like he would definitely like rhyme that or like start with the L. <laughs> Uh, alliteration I, yeah he, he loves loser too like he might even like things. he might even like expand and be like lesbian Lindsay loser or something like that you Le know? loser li lesbian Lindsay right like <laughs> LLL right like, over and over and over yeah I would go with smelly McDorkenstein <laughs> as my nickname that he would come up with me I don't know why but that's when I read that article that's all I could think of <laughs> is that's what people would call me in the paper smelly McDorkenstein <laughs> Cause it combines everything. 
Now, I don't know what you're thinking as far as uh, the election goes. We are now under 90 days. November 3rd is coming up quickly. And so uh, the fact that this is the first time that a female has been uh, on the vice presidential ticket of a major party. We've had twice before that a woman has run for uh, president or vice president, but this is the first time that they are on a major ticket. So I think it's pretty uh, historic. And the whole uh, Biden campaign is basically saying, I am grooming them to take over for me because he's 76, 77 years old. So there's no way that he would be in theory, run twice for president. So it's pretty interesting idea that we might be setting up for a female president to run in 2024. That would be cool. I uh, think, yeah, I think that Kamala Harris is a fine choice. I think it's, uh, she comes, her father was African or uh, Jamaican and her mother was Indian and they came over on a green card and met, fell in love and had her as a child. And so, there was some question, which there's no question, but it's the right wing's just racist mentality that they question whether she was eligible to be vice president because her parents were not citizens at the time she was born. Even though in America, we have birthright citizenship, meaning if you are born in America, you are an American citizen. It's something that Trump is trying to get rid of. Uh, saying that they call them anchor babies, which is very dismissive. You know, if, if uh, immigrants come to the United States, have a child, they're now uh, a citizen. So how could you kick out the parents if their child is an American citizen? Right. But there was a kerfuffle this week because Trump was questioning whether Kamala Harris was eligible to be vice president because her parents were not legal citizens at the time of her birth. But it's pretty stupid. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, mean, I had actually read that somewhere. Like the birther stuff's already starting. I'm like, of course it is. You know, she's not. She doesn't have white skin, so you got to like. <laughs> it's all it takes, right? Right? Like, right. And it's so transparent at these days. It's as transparent as those Japanese toilets. That they're immediately going to go to the most racist, most sexist, most whatever, like lowest hanging fruit uh, attack, and. It's like not even like interesting anymore because it's like, oh, okay, that's what you're going with. Didn't you try this already and it didn't work? But okay, well, like whatever you need to do. Like I'm very nervous. I, I, I think that it's a little, it feels a little too like comfortable. Like, of course he's not going to get reelected, you know? But so that's making me very nervous to be like, well, maybe, you know, Dude, that's, that's it's so obvious the, to me, but that, that's what I thought the first time. That, that's how 2016 was. It felt very much like, well, they're not going to elect the fucking TV show guy. Like, no. this is a fucking joke, you know? <laughs> and yet, here we are four years later. So right. uh, I know there's a lot of talk of, uh, you know, we live in Utah. It is an all-mail-in state. So uh, make sure to get those ballots. As soon as you get them, get them back in the mail because there's supposed to be quite the delay in getting those processed once they get back to the post office. And unlike your tax returns, which can be post-dated, so that means they will be accepted if they are mailed on the day, like April 15th, they'll be accepted. They're saying now, like, no, you have to be in and counted by election day. So we're in for quite the ride because I don't think we're going to have a winner on election night. I could go for, you know, oh, a yeah. couple days, a couple weeks, you know, it might take some time to actually count all the ballots. No, I was, then, I was, I was telling Brandon, like depending, like depending on the outcome too, 
I can see like a riot happening in both cases. I see riots if he wins. Yeah. I see riots if he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, on both sides. And just like this total like uh, lack of faith of any official results on both sides. Like we're seeing that in the country of Belarus this week. Their uh, president, he's been in power since the breakup of the Soviet Union. And he had elections this week where he won by 80% of the vote. Of course, the opposition party were like, well, wait a minute. That's almost like mathematically impossible based on all, like the amount of people that we have in our coalition. And so I can, if you look at what's happening in Belarus, it might be a, a foreshadowing of what we could see in November of a lot of people being like, it's, it's actually mathematically impossible for that many people to have voted for the other guy. And yet you're declaring victory because truth doesn't matter. And you could say whatever you want these days. So very true. I could see it. Be, I could see it being a very, uh, very uh, contentious November going into the new year. And in Utah this week, the uh, Salt Lake County mayor has extended the mask mandate till the end of the year. So if you thought <laughs> our uh, pandemic was going to be going away anytime soon, it has been uh, extended to at least the, the end of the year. Oh, it's it's and, never going away, man. <laughs> never going away. You realize we have no cure for the common cold. Right. Uh, there's a new flu vaccine every year because it mutates and changes every year. Yeah. So our, our, our actual greatest hope is to come up with therapeutics, right? Like something that can treat it or, or cure it when you have it, not necessarily the vaccine to prevent you from getting it. And this week, um, so our president does nothing but watch Fox News constantly. And they know that because he'll tweet things and then you can correlate that directly with something that was happening on Fox News because it comes out of nowhere. And he even to the point, he's like an old, like he's getting very old and senile to the point of like, if you are on Fox News, you are a celebrity to him. So there is an infomercial that is on Fox News like 24 hours a day called My Pillow. And there's this guy that invented a pillow. Okay? Like, it's a pillow. It's exactly what you think it is. It's a sack stuffed with feathers that you sleep on at night. But, you know, it's an infomercial. So he's like, this revolutionized, like, the, the art of pillow. I, like, created this pillow in my garage. And so he's known as like the My Pillow CEO. And this week, he said he has found the cure for coronavirus. And it is oleander extract. So I don't know if you're familiar with the white oleander, right? It's this plant that's actually very poisonous. But they take some extract and mutate it and, and uh, spin it a certain way that it has an effect on certain cancers. Well, Ben Carson, who's the head of Health and Human Services... And the MyPillow CEO are touting this Orleander extract as a miracle cure for COVID. And now Trump, of course, is pimping this up. Now, I don't think he actually believes any of this. I think he just does this because he wants to, like, give people a sense of hope that there are things that are coming up. Like, vote for me. It's okay. I already have the cure, right? Like, I don't actually think he cares about a cure for COVID or a vaccine or anything. Sure. But – the level of discourse that we're at now is that the mice pillow CEO is debating Anderson Cooper on CNN at night on what the like 
he says, I've read the studies. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Anderson Cooper was like, well, what do you, what do you mean you read the studies? What studies? There are no studies. He's like, well, ask Ben Carson. He knows all about it. Ben Carson's like, I don't want to be no part of this. Don't, don't bring me into this. No, ask that dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was just asking the guy for a pillow, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so if that doesn't, uh, show you the level we're at in the state of Utah. Kanye West is now going to be on the presidential ballot. What? So Kanye West has decided that he is running for president in 2020. And he has been going around the country working with Jared Kushner. He came out this week and said that he has a daily phone call with Jared Kushner, who is the uh, Trump uh uh, son-in-law, he's married to Ivanka Trump, and he's the senior White House advisor and the vice chair person on the Trump re-election campaign. And he has a daily phone call with Kanye West, and he's been educating him on how to get on to presidential ballots across the nation. Now, why would that? Why would he be doing that? Well, Kanye believes that he would be able to siphon enough of the black people vote away from Joe Biden that Trump would get re-elected. So in case you are thinking it'd be funny to vote for Kanye West as a gag vote in 2020, please think twice about what his motivations might be. He's also mentally ill. So <laughs> they almost like they almost shouldn't allow this type of shit, you know, like, yeah, they kind of don't. But, you know, in the new age of celebrity, you never know what weirdness can happen, you know? Right. So I, 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 I get nervous. <laughs> yeah, I I've actually heard about him talking about that before, and my thoughts immediately went to that. Like, we don't need any more like distractions. Like every like, it puts the Biden on its skin, or else it gets the Trump again. <laughs> like that is it. Yes, that's it. Put the Biden on the skin. But you put the Biden on the hose again. <laughs> or yeah, else you get the Trump again. It is weird because this is the first time in my lifetime that there hasn't been a third party candidate because in the nineties you had Ross Perot right in the 2000, you had Ralph Nader. And even in 2016, you had Jill Stein, even if they are at varying levels of prominence, there's always been a third party candidate. I haven't heard of any third party candidate this year. And I follow this shit real closely. I haven't heard green party. I haven't heard libertarian. I haven't heard anything other than a write-in for Kanye on certain ballots. So it is pretty interesting that they're not even like fucking with it. They're like, put the Biden on the skin or else it gets the hose again. Or else it gets the Trump again. You know? Right, right. That should be the the slogan for, for 2020. It, yeah, I saw <laughs> I'm that. ready for it to all be over. I am sure. too, like, man. Like I'm I'm over it. I'm yes, over it. It's it's a it's time for some normalcy some breathing room, some calm, you know, I, right. I, I, I miss the old days where they criticized because Obama wore a brown suit or they would chastise you if you weren't wearing your American flag pin on your lapel, you know, just like, let's go back to dumb shit, you know? Yes, please. <laughs> and one last story for this week that I wanted to bring up and, you know, in your iPhone, when you're like, trying to send a text and it always auto corrects you. Right. The most annoying one is I have never in my life wanted to ducking anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it's constant. I'm like phone. You should learn. It's always fucking always fucking. <laughs> I've never wanted to ducking anything. Well, this, the other day 
I don't know how this can happen, but the Charlotte Hornets of the NBA have indefinitely suspended their radio broadcaster, John Falk, after using a racial slur in a tweet. So John Falk was tweeting about the basketball game between the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. And his tweet said, shot making in this jazz dash words game is awesome. Now, so he is he is saying that his phone auto-corrected nuggets to words. I feel like your phone <laughs> your phone tends to auto-correct to things that you use. The other way? I'm pretty sure if he was trying to put in the N-word, it'd be like, are you sure you don't mean nuggets or naggers or, or no-gooders? Like, I, you can't be wanting to type that. But this is one of those that it's so blatantly, like, off that it there's no way that he actually meant to send right. the N-word when talking about the Denver Nuggets. That's a horrible so auto. Even, like, that would be, like, heart-stopping. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And Twitter does not allow you to, to retract. You can delete, but somehow everyone is always screen capturing everything at all times. It's time. true. Some, that's like somebody's job. <laughs> is to just monitor every account ever. Is to screen capture everything. So it still exists in the ether. Now, I don't think he should have been suspended. It, it was obviously in this, a, a typo. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no way he would have typed that. Right. He's not a secret racist. This wasn't like a text message with his buddies where he was like, oh, the jazz and N-words are playing. You know, like, there's just no way in hell. Right. No. But it's still pretty pretty rough to, rough to see in your Twitter feed. <laughs> That'd be horrific, man. This is why you always just, like, look. Like, just look. Always look. I want to, like, I want to, like, I want to open, like, my messages and see if that's, like, even, like, a... Let's see. Yeah. You're a braver woman than I to try to type that Nugget. out. <laughs> it's okay. Now let me try to type it out and see if it auto corrects to nugget. Like I, yeah, again, like, so for it to auto correct, like, I think you have to have typed that word before. Yes. You know, like, if I accidentally, like, like, I'm like, going to spell so much that your phone remembers that. Oh, you love that yeah. word. I'm going like, to spell, make sure to, I'm going to spell nig, <laughs> niggets. Like, 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 it, I'm going to like, if I didn't hit the U and I got it corrects to nuggets. If I go like N I G G, um, I don't know. Let's do, let's do N I G G E R T S. It autocorrects to bigger. Uh, I'm not going to say that out loud, but <laughs> it, it autocorrects to bigger ta. So for it to autocorrect <laughs> to that word, that means he is like consistently typed out that word. So there is that to be said. <laughs> and there is a function that you could go into your phone and like make it be like, hey, I always mean this. So right. he may even gone that far where he's like, look. If it ever comes up that I type nuggets in, I definitely mean the N word. So just <laughs> autocorrect it to that. Whenever I'm talking about anything N related, I'm it's always using the N yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I have for news this well, week. Well, let's let's call we up Father. Crossed the gambit, and yeah. Let's see. He needs his uh, theme hands song. down booty. 
knees up. Let me see you shake your rump. It's time to call Father Richard and ask him. Do you have questions for him? I have some. I do not. No life questions today, huh? Yeah, well, missed we've, out. We've got some more dating advice. Good, good. I was going to say, have we heard from our our the, friend in Colorado on on more dating uh, examples? Let's see. Oh, you know what? I got to turn it up. I got to turn the volume up or else he won't answer. Oh. <laughs> or if he does answer, <laughs> we won't hear him. What if he doesn't answer? Uh-oh. You really didn't prep. Please leave your message. Oh, for- no. Oh. oh, my God. Okay, well, if he doesn't answer, we're the calling. Horror. We're calling. Here I am. Oh, my gosh. Oh. We thought you ditched Sweet us. baby Jesus. Well, our power's been out, so I was whatever, in the shower. Whatever, Yeah. My phone's You're almost dead. You're taking a shower in the dark with no power? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I got a flashlight, but yeah. Then it turns into like a disco party shower. In the shower? <laughs> yeah, I put on strobe light. It's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. So, Father, we have some more dating advice that we need. Oh, um, great. Okay. That's my last one. I don't know. No, okay, so this isn't so bad. This isn't quite as bad. I mean, one of them is kind of as bad. But this one, this first question, <laughs> this first question is kind of not as bad. So, so if you have a friend who that you've had feelings for for about a year who has a girlfriend and they always have problems, so they're fighting, and and then that person, um, you recently discovered that they also have feelings for you, but they can't, but they, they're having a hard time breaking up with the girl. Now, in this case, the person wants to know what should the guy do? The guy who has the girlfriend. What yeah, would you... What would you do if in, in your so relationship... the guy that has a girlfriend has feelings for the other girl. They both have feelings for each other. So what if you were in your relationship now and you and your your lady have been fighting on nonstop and you're kind of miserable and then you have this other person in your life that you've known for like a year and you're like, hey, I do have feelings for you. And they're like, well, I have feelings for you. What do you do? What do you do? You go for the feelings, man. Come go on. for the feelings? If you're, if you're fighting, you're going to be fighting when you get married or whatnot and you have kids and then you'll get divorced and... Yeah, it'll be ugly. Go with somebody you get along with. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. I always have this this thought that like, uh, if you're in your... A, a you, dick in the hand is worth two in the bush. Is well, that, is what I think or if you're, if, if you're in a relationship <laughs> and and you you are able to have feelings for somebody else, then you're not in the right relationship. Because like, I, for me, for me, like those feelings, like, I don't know that I would ever be able to even have feelings, even for like a respectable candidate. I don't like those right. feelings. If you really love somebody, it should be turned off, like completely yeah. turned off. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, but I then, agree. but he, now here's the question. Are the fights real? Because sometimes in these relationships, you know, there's that, there's that person that's always like. Oh, we fight all the time. And it's like specifically to kind of like goat the other person in to like a, like some affair, you know? Oh, yeah, I could be because I don't, you know, fighting's not good. It's just, yeah. if you're fighting all the time, it's not going to get any better. It's true. It's true. You know, it's just not going to get better. Dennis, you're not fighting all the time. Are you? Fuck no. <laughs> I w- like, no, not at all. I'm madly in love with my wife. We're about to celebrate our year anniversary being married. So yeah, everything's good on my end. Okay. All right. So you're saying go and, for the feelings. And the same idea. Like I have no feelings for other people. 
Right. I, I don't, well, don't kind of, you know, yeah, it kind of happened with I me. See, yeah, I see girls. I see, you know what I mean? You see them and you're like, I don't give a fuck. It, it, you mean nothing to Wait, me. Wait, that actually happened? Like, You've been in this situation? Well, yeah. You know, I was dating a girl. We fought all the time and then... Yeah. And I've someone else came married along. Married a friend and we've been married for 20 years. So <laughs> we're pretty good. So that should tell you, you go with your feelings. Right. And like I said, I think if you are in a relationship and you're able to have feelings for somebody else, then you're in the wrong relationship. <laughs> yeah. Right. And right. Or eat, eating ain't cheating, right? Eating ain't cheating. Oh, Can, oh my God. Still, you're going to be one of those dudes still- with the- <laughs> It's so disgusting. <laughs> That's like even worse. I think if somebody like were to cheat on me, like in that like, in babe, that way, I'd babe, be, all I did was eat her out. Yeah, I like, think I'd be more upset about that than like sexual intercourse. You know, I'd be like, "That's even worse." <laughs> At your mouth. I only went down on her for like forty-five minutes to two hours. <laughs> only, only swallowed three or four, or five pubic hairs. It's cool. That's it. Only about 10, 10 liters of squirt. All you right. Know, it's no big yeah. deal. All right. We're getting off track here. So we're <laughs> this next question is a little bit rough. So Okay. If rough you were question. now yeah. you're now picture yourself as a young woman, father. You're a young woman and you've been okay. dating, you've been dating somebody. And then you find out that they jack off in parking lots and on highways while driving to while while driving to work. Now what do you do? What do you do? And and what and, and in this situation, put yourself in the guy situation too. As a guy, this is something that you do a lot. Let's just pretend like you you really like to like just wait, wank it in the car as you're driving, or just it parked in the parking lot. What do you do as that guy if if the lady finds out and is upset about it? Well, obviously the guy has some kind of history on that maybe with his parents or whatnot, there was some kind of abuse. I mean, yeah, when it's that bad, it's usually there's, there's some reasonings and he needs to go get some help. Yeah. Do you, you know, think, but do you think that all like weird sex stuff comes from some kind of weird, like thing happening to you as a child or like, a lot of it? I think does. Yeah. You know, cause so much of it. Sigmund Freud. Yeah. It's like, it's a hundred percent like shit that happened in your childhood. It gets imprinted yeah. on your brain and like oh, yeah. the only way through it is like therapy. And there's one few cases where people are just born bad, you know? So yeah, I was going to say but, like, what if this is like, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause what about, what about the people? You always hear the stories of like, we raised them fine. Like everything was happy. And, yeah. and then they turned out to be this person. I don't know. There's, there yeah. is that aspect of just like some, like there is choices you can make to lead you down this like fucked up road. Yeah. So what do you do if you're the girl? Like, I'm, I know what I would do, which is, I think that's a deal breaker for me. I, I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would definitely say so. so there's going to be some weirdness be, besides that. Right. Like if it's just like, that's the beginning of the relationship and they're like open about that. You're like, oh, okay. That's like, that's like the icing. Like what happens when I get down to the cake? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I get help or run, right? I just, I don't know, Dennis. What yeah. would you do? Would you like? Let's find. Let's pretend you find out that your wife like likes to do this stuff in cars. Would that be upsetting to you? 
female sexual perversion is way different than male sexual perversion. Okay, pretend your wife has a penis. If you find out that your your wife is doing this, you're like, "Uh, this sounds pretty fucking awesome. If you find out that a guy is doing this, even in society. So if there's a female and you're like, oh my God, she got caught masturbating in her car. Most people would be like, all right, all right. She must have worked up. But if you're like, that guy was jacking off in a parking lot, you're like, you fucking dirty, sexual, depraved animal. Like, we should burn him at the stake. So it's a lot different. Well, look at the teachers. If a guy teacher goes with an underage girl, it's put him in prison for the rest of his life. Now, if it's a girl teacher, most people say, you know, especially guys will say, oh, I wish it would have been me. Well, now, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Now they they still go to jail like there's that there's at least now they do yeah, in today's society there's at least that but however like in the papers and stuff it's not nearly as horrifying to read about uh, females doing no. this but to me no. to me like the horrif- the horrifying aspect isn't there but like the what the fuck part is there because yeah um, yeah because absolutely. it's just like one of those things like as a woman too I was just like that's not. That shouldn't be there at like age 50 with a 10 year old, 13 year old kid like in school. Yeah. I actually had a junior high, my junior high math teacher went to jail for um, basically having relations with this young kid. And the only reason why she got caught is because this kid was having relationships with another teacher. And then she got all pissed off and turned them both in, turned herself and oh the other teacher God. in. Yeah, and I was just oh, like, that geez. story. Like, not only, like, clearly this kid is like prompting the teachers because. What like, is that? The coolest kid ever? <laughs> well, right. Like, has multiple teachers in one school. But I try to put myself, I try to put myself in these teachers' positions. And these teachers had like families and stuff. I try to put myself in that position of like, okay, I'm like 50 or something, right? And like this 13 year old, let's say 12 or 13 year old comes up to me. He's like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah. Like, like ooh, so to I want me, that inexperienced. No, so like, to me, like, a 13 year old kid looks like a baby. A 20 year old. A 20 year old. You're like two weeks before they were in yes. diapers. Yeah. A 20 year old to me too. looks like a child. Yeah. Anybody under know 35 was, to me look like yeah. children. Right. Like so 100%. I was in management for 15 years. And there was one thing that my role was no relationships with any of the employees. And that should be school teachers too. Yeah, no kidding. There's no good that's going to come shit from where you Even yeah, if you're not the boss, you really shouldn't like date people at work. I, I know people do it, but it really should just like don't don't even bother doing that, you know? Because it's right. always going to end badly. Yeah, as somebody who's done that several times, it always ends badly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get I don't get like the female. I don't even know how we got on the subject. Yeah, if the guy's jacking off in a car, you don't want to do anything to do with him. No, but no. no, seriously though, if if your lady was like, I'm very like I have to once a day park in a parking lot, and it's very specific, like park in my parking lot at work or something, and and masturbate, that wouldn't bug you, because that's not like a that's not a normal thing for people to do. Like that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's the compulsion of it. Yes. It's the, I have to do this. Yes. You know, every day. No, this is, not, not, this even... is not an option. I have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be freaked out. You would be freaked out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you'd be weirded out. It, it is a little yeah. worse for some reason. It feels a little more predatory when it's a dude. But regardless, like the really underlying. I think because jacking off is such a violent action, you know, (laughs) like that, like thrust, thrust, thrust. You know, a woman flicking her bean, 
there's something like rhythmic to it. There's something like <laughs> like like natural to that motion. But a guy jacking, oh, it's even called jacking off. You know, it's, uh, uh, uh. it's a violent action where it's like you know flicking the bean. You know, uh, rubbing the old man in the boat. You know, uh, 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 taking kitty to puss town. I, I don't know what what else you call it. You know. Like it's so much more I, like I think gentle it's pretty normal sounding. for most people to do it. It's just not normal to do it in a parking lot yes, in front of people of course. or on the highway as you're driving. Yeah. And I'm sure it happens more than you realize. Oh, I'm sure. And, um, and, I, and you know, it's not one of those things like. When I drove the big truck, I saw a lot of that. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things like if you've done it, it doesn't make you a weirdo or something wrong with you. It's if like you <laughs> have to do it. If you have to yeah, do yeah. it. If you have to do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. That seems weird. <laughs> That seems weird. All right. Like, yeah. Maybe it'd make the world a better place if everybody did it in the cars. I don't know. Maybe we should start jacking <laughs> off in the cars. Maybe, maybe there should pandemic, be like a jack off you know? lane. Like a, like a, there's it the HOV be. lane and there's the jack off. There's, there's the master and then there's a JOV. <laughs> might be the new cure for COVID. You know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> oh. You never yeah. know. Or yeah. it could make it much worse. Get, get the demons yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Hydroxychloroquine and jacking off. That's all you need, and you'll be cured of COVID. That's all you need. Yep. <laughs> that is all you need. Well, that's, all, that's about all I have. You got nothing, huh, Dennis? No, I got no questions for this week. I figured it all out on my own, and so I don't need any wisdom from uh, Father Richard. Or I just didn't think of any questions. <laughs> <laughs> After last hey, week. the power just came back on. Oh, Yay! Hey! Well, then sometimes good advice gets things done. You helped a person and now the, now the spirits have helped you. God works in mysterious ways. My friend, finish finish jacking off in the shower with the lights on (laughs) like a true gentleman. (laughs) I was hoping the strobe lights, you know, (laughs) in a different mood, you know, it does get you. Now you've got a stroke light, a little more romantic. (laughs) All right. Father, as usual, thank you for your advice. And we'll you talk bet. to you next time. And again, I was looking for my phone just now. So, you know, as I was talking to uh, you. So. Okay. Thou doth protest yeah. too much. I don't want to know how you jack off in the shower. <laughs> like, some people use their memory. Some people go on their phone and watch you porn. It's all good. It's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, I got I to get my phone. Look at something. <laughs> all right, Father, you have a good right. one. Okay, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a good place to end. My father jacking off in the shower. Your father jacking <laughs> up in the dark with a flashlight and his phone <laughs> in the shower. Oh, the power's out. Let me jump in the shower. If you <laughs> enjoy, if you enjoy hearing about our current <laughs> subject matter, you might enjoy our other podcasts. Ravel or not Ravel. See, I'm off today, man. You might enjoy our other podcasts. Bob Club, a horror movie podcast. And Cards Bob and Cubes, Club. a podcast about board games that you didn't grow up with. Cards and Cubes. So where can you find those? Well, you can actually do it. If you have like Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, you can just search for Pod Cauldron. <laughs> you could uh, search for Pod Cauldron and all this stuff will show up under Pod Cauldron because it is a Pod Cauldron production. Or you can just type the names in and like search them. You know, people know how to find things, right? Do I have to tell them how to find things? Pod Cauldron does not endorse anything that's been said on this podcast and is definitely not involved in curing COVID and does not uh, endorse anything that the MyPillow CEO endorses as a cure for COVID. And anything that was said on this podcast are the views and views alone of the host and their uh, twisted brains and their father. That's good. That's a good. Yeah.
you got to do the legal shit. You sure, know, you got to do lawyers it. these days. You got to do you it. You know what they call 10,000 lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? A good start. A good start. <laughs> All right. Let's have good a, night. Let's have UK Graham take us out. Take us out. I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows I certainly have. I'm so lonely. I wish someone could love me. I'm going to go wank off in my car now. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs>